everyone. Thank you for joining us. We're listening to the big podcast in partnership with Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards. This season, we are celebrating women in trade. I'm Leila Gunter, and coming up in this Equality in Trade podcast, we're going to be talking to Susie, aka Princess Spark, an electrician in Anglesey who has been working within the industry since she was 14. She began her career path at uni studying performing arts, but as time progressed, she realised that she had a passion for working behind the scenes, doing the sound and lighting for shows. She graduated from uni and applied for a job at a theatre and then retrained in an electrical qualification and hasn't looked back. She currently works for her dad and talks about her recent educational experience studying a City and Guilds qualification where she was on a male-dominated course, shock horror. But first, don't forget to give us a like and subscribe on your favourite podcast platform. And if you want to contact us or find out what else we've been up to, you can follow us on our socials. Hi Susie, welcome. Hello. <laughs> uh, so Susie, thank you so much for joining us. Um, so we kind of connected on a clubhouse room, yes. didn't we? Um, which was called um, Women in Construction. Um, and so our focus for this um, season's podcast is to kind of focus on empowering women in trade. Um, so can you just tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do at the moment? I'm from Anglesey in North Wales and yeah. I'm an electrician and I work for my dad. Fab. And so um, I, can you just tell us a little bit about your background? So I don't think you actually went straight into being an electrician, did you? No, I I did start working with my dad when I was 14 in the summer holidays as a summer job but my massive dream job was to be a West End performer very big dream I went and did performing arts at college then I went to university and did it and while I was in university I got into doing the sound and lighting and all the technical stuff for the shows and things and I sort of started to enjoy that more than performing so I um, looked into jobs at the end of uni and there was one going about 20 minutes away from me in a new theatre that was being built and it needed electrical qualification. So I had a chat with dad and he said, well, why don't I go and get it? Then I got a fallback then and it went from there. Yeah, wow. And um, so because so you t- you said that you actually kind of like quite enjoyed like, doing more technical sides at uni. So, so how, how did that come about? At uni, they, it wasn't just a straight performing course. You could do the other aspects of it. So you can work behind the scenes. And so yeah. on the shows, you got a choice whether you performed or you went and did the tech, doing all the backstage stuff. Yeah. Um, and also, I'm part of three groups uh, here on Anglesey. And I was working with them whilst I was at uni. So there was a pantomime group which I helped do all the sound and lighting for that. And there was a musical group, which I helped working on that as well. So it was like I got a bit of everything from everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what were you doing specifically? Was it like the lighting rigs? and? Yeah, I was putting all the lights up and then I was programming them into the desk and then controlling them when the shows were on. We have the script and it says which lighting cue is coming where. And I also had to look at... Um, putting all the sound systems in place and then finding all the sound effects and making sure I had all the right tracks and things like that. Yeah, it sounds really, really complicated. Like you've got to be on it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you do. 
yeah for the whole show <laughs> yeah usually yeah. there's two of us doing it so but some shows it can be done with one person yeah but like I guess if you kind of mess anything up it's kind of like the actors are going to be thrown as well so you've got to be so yeah. on point yeah <laughs> a few times <laughs> naturally get out yeah yeah <laughs> and so so you left uni and then you decided that you actually wanted to work with your dad um yeah. um so just tell me a little bit about your dad's background how did he get into being an electrician he's always enjoyed doing um electrics and electronics it's not always been his job he was um he did catering and he was um used to do discos and pa systems for big bands all across the country but he used to do um, electronics and things as well. So he used to actually make circuit boards and things. Wow. And he still does a lot of it now. He still repairs amplifiers and things like that. And then he he worked as a maintenance uh, for a company for a few years and got his electrical qualifications through them. And then he went and worked for an electrical company. Um, and then it's coming up to 12 years or something now that he's been working for himself. So, yeah, I've been working with him since he started, pretty much. Oh, wow. So you've been so you've an electrician for 12 years now? Well, not officially. Um, okay. I've only officially been an electrician for two years. Okay. And I didn't start my qualifications until six years, no, four years ago. But I, I used to go and work with him in the summer just to give him a bit of a helping hand. Yeah. Cool. And so, um, so four years ago, you kind of like took the big step to go and qualify. Can you just tell me a little bit about that? What, uh, like, where did you go? Kind of, what, why did you decide to go to that certain place? Well, I went to a college. It's about half an hour, forty minutes away from me in Roseon State, so it's down the coast, um, called Shandrisha College. Um, and I decided to go there because they did fitting guilds, whereas the college that was and 20 minutes away from me didn't do city and guilds um, and I preferred having the city and guilds qualification so um, I went there and it was, it was great was it and why did you decide what was what was so different about the city and guilds um, I don't know I've because I've always had it in my head city and guilds is more recognized by uh, a lot of people um, and I knew the uh, the body itself because I'd done qualifications through city and guilds before so it just put me at ease that I knew what I was uh, going into sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I get that. And so when you were actually at the college, obviously you would have been a, like a, a mature student. Were there lots yeah. of other mature students with you? Was it a range of males and females? Was it quite diverse? I was the only female, oh, apart from one of my lecturers. Um, she was a, a female lecturer for the electrical, well, she did the MVQ and apprenticeship side, but I was the only female and it was, uh, a, a mixed group. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't the, I wasn't the oldest and I wasn't sort of not the only mature student. There was other mature students there, yeah. but there yeah. was a lot of school leavers who didn't really want to be there, but they had to be in education. So they had to be something. And what was your experience with those like? <laughs> How were they? The mature students were really nice, made an effort to speak to me. I may, I'm still friends with one of them, chat and help meet up for coffee and things. And then the younger ones just didn't know how to deal with a girl, if mm. that makes sense. Yes, they've just come from school, but if I like made friends with one of the other 
younger ones. They're like 17, 18, 16, 17, 18 age range. And they would be like, they would take the mick out of that boy and say really not very nice things about him because mm-hmm. he was friends with me. And I'm like, what's wrong with me? You don't even know me. They wouldn't even make an effort to speak to me and get to know me. So it was just like, how can you judge me if you don't know me? Yeah, so weird. And why do you think that was? Like, because you're a girl or? Probably. So I don't weird. know. I really yeah. don't know. It was just so strange because I'm one of the girls that is easier to be friends with boys than it is girls. So I don't really understand what the problem was. Yes, I was a girl. Yes, I looked a bit different. Um, yes, I was doing a boy. I was in a male course, but I just don't know what the issue was. Yeah, yeah, bless you. No, I don't either. I don't think anyone should really. Like, no. so I mean, it's really interesting that you've just said male. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because let's let's face it, it's really sad. But we've kind of uh, grown up with these very stereotypical roles, haven't we? And yeah. it, like you know, people say you know, obviously we should really really archaic. We should probably go and do more female roles, like admin or you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. So what are your thoughts on that? Like, obviously, you think in this day and age, those barriers would have broken down. But how do you feel about that? Because you've only just come out like maybe four or five years ago. So you said qualified, didn't you? So how do you feel about that at the moment? Um, uh, I think these barriers need to be got rid of. You know, mm, mm. we're not stuck in the 1950s. It's not boys do this job, girls do this job. Everyone can do whatever job they want, no matter who they are, what, mm. no matter what gender they are. They should be able to do whatever they want. So why is it now in 2021 that we've still got this stigma of girls doing construction? It's just not fair because it's putting girls off coming into it because you've still got these people who say that girls shouldn't be doing these jobs. It's really sad, isn't it? So how... Let's, because I just want to kind of like move like through your education and go into kind of your experience of work. But so, how were your lecturers with that? Like, did they pick up on these kind of like, um, I, I guess, antisocial vibes from the boys, or did they say anything? Not really, because I sort of I kept myself to myself. I I had to I sat at my own desk because if I had someone next to me, I would get distracted, and I sat at my own desk and I could put everything out where I wanted, where I could find it. But the lecturers were great with me. They didn't treat me any different to the boys. If I needed help, they would give me help. If I was stuck on something, they would help me. So I was never excluded. The lecturers were absolutely brilliant. I couldn't fault them. Even when I had, um, because I suffered really bad with confidence and anxiety and stuff. When I had one of my anxiety flips, they would just... I, I remember one of them, I was about to start an exam and he knew that I was having a moment and he could see that I was struggling. He came behind me and just said, just breathe, you can do it. Aww. So it, it was like that helped quite a bit. So my, my, my lecturers were brilliant and I couldn't fault them. They just ignored all the all the ch- childishness from the boys, you know. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. bothering me. I wasn't bothered if they didn't want to be friends with me. It was just... If things were said and they did hear it, they would tell them, but they wouldn't do anything if it wasn't, if they didn't hear it sort of thing. Yeah, if it yeah. If it got worse, um, and it got wor- if it did, had got worse, I would have spoken up and they would have done something. Yeah. So 
it was really good so that's good that we know like education is kind of there and supporting yeah and yeah. um, well how was the female tutor was she oh was she, she was absolutely brilliant because she's been in the industry as well so she knew exactly what it was like and she she was brilliant I absolutely loved working with her and I used to love it when she used to come out to sites to see me as well she would never take anything off the boys either that's great so she's a like a really good role model yeah yeah really that's good. that's really cool Check out designandbuildukey.net and go to the Women in Construction Awards section. On there, you'll be able to nominate any wonderful women, men and companies for one of our upcoming awards for 2023. On there, there's also a section for Women in Construction and Infrastructure Hub, where we're creating a community of women across the construction and infrastructure sector who are going to be passing each other work and inspiring each other. Due to launch in October, so if you just fill out the whitelist details, we'll keep you updated. Thanks for joining us on the Big Doug podcast in partnership with the Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards. Today we've been talking to Susie, aka Princess Spark, an electrician in Anglesey who has been working within the industry since she was 14. Be sure to follow us and Princess Spark Anglesey 1 on socials and show your support. And so now you kind of like, so obviously you, you, you've got your qualifications, you've been working yeah. with dad for like four years officially, yeah. like as a full-time electrician. Um, so kind of just tell me a little bit about your relationship with your dad. That sounds really lovely. We are like two peas in a pod. <laughs> we, we, do, uh, we, we do all sorts together, not just work, obviously with him being a dad, we do stuff outside of work together as well. Um, I'm no stranger to be carrying bags of cement around the back for him or helping him concreting and things but we work well together and uh we do we do a lot together and we just throw banter backwards and forwards at each other usually it's him to me about being short but uh, <laughs> I throw it back at him as well but yeah I love I love working with him and I wouldn't oh, work with anyone else that's so cute Oh, it's so lovely. So, so lovely and special, isn't it? So, but so how, how have you found kind of now kind of within those, well, I guess like the whole time that you've been working as an electrician with your dad, have you ever encountered any um, negativity? That's kind of the start. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, the positive does outweigh the negative, but the negatives always stick in my mind because it gives me that kick to do it even better. I had a comment a few weeks ago saying that when my dad retires that I will get a male labourer in to do all the heavy work. <laughs> wow. Like, Why? Why do I need to? I could do mm. the heavy stuff just because you don't see it. Yeah. But there's always one that sticks in my mind. It was um, years ago, just before I qualified. It was one of the last things I was putting together for my portfolio I was working on a consumer unit in a care home and the entertainment guy walked past and said it's not really a job for a girl is it why not he goes it just isn't I said I can do whatever I want he walked off now I was on my own at this point because dad had gone to the van he comes back and he could see because I'm a natural redhead (laughs) so he could see the redhead fire in my face he knew something was wrong yeah yeah what's happened so I explained what had happened and dad wasn't happy either 
because this guy does entertainment for the residents. So it's not like he's exactly in a male job. So we went and spoke to his manager because it had it had really upset me that day. Yeah, good for you. And so we spoke to his manager and she spoke to him. Next thing you know, he comes down and he goes, oh, I, I'm so sorry. I thought we were bantering, you know, because we banter about Harry Potter. I said, well, Harry Potter is different to my job. I've had mm. to put up with people like you anyway. Why should I have to do it in a place I work? Mm. So he didn't really speak to me after that, but he's now left. Mm. So, but uh, yeah, that one always sticks in my mind. Yeah, good for you. And I think that's what's so important is that we call these people out, isn't it? You know, yeah. like yeah. society and kind of like cultural shifts have changed with all of us working together to call people out. So good for you. But yeah. that must have been really like, oh, like, because you said you suffer with like anxiety as well. I bet you were pretty like on edge at that moment because that's yeah, it, such a it, brave it, thing to do. It did knock me. And um, because Dan knew what I was like with the anxiety and the confidence and everything, he thought, no, that's it. We can't be doing anything like that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it was. It did knock me for a couple of days, but my dad, being my dad, wasn't going to let me just fall backwards he he pushed me to keep going yeah which which is good and he always has done he knows that I can do it so he will make sure if any comments are made that it doesn't affect me by just keeping yeah. pushing me forward yeah oh it sounds amazing <laughs> what a rock <laughs> oh so I mean you said that it's not all negative so like how like so you've had some positive comments of you you had like all kind the of, time yeah. I, all, oh. I see it all the time I get oh that's great girl in the industry we used to have a customer I used to have to sit with her and have a chat with her while dad went into his job which soon takes 20 minutes because he'd be there for about four hours talking and she was a lovely little old lady she used to love it when I used to go around and uh, she always used to say, when you qualify, I want you as my electrician. She has passed away now. But she was um, in one of the care homes we do work for. And she found out that we'd been and done a job there and not come and said hello. <laughs> well, we didn't half get it then. <laughs> but uh, I get I get it all the time. A lot of our customers are elderly, um, elderly ladies living on their own don't like strange men in the house so they do feel a lot of comfort in a female going in yeah they do like to have a chat as well which is what sometimes they just need is just a little chat because yeah you haven't seen anyone else that day yeah that's so lovely and and do you have any friends at all that are in the industry or I I've got a male friend he didn't actually end up going into the trade itself but um I didn't really have anyone else until mm. I started my uh, Princess Spark Instagram. Yeah. And now I've got loads. They're all uh, over And it's nice to find other female sparks because I didn't know about any others. That's so cool. So that, that's it. That's, see, that's the power of social media, isn't it? It, yeah. it can be the worst thing, but it can also be the best thing, like pulling people together. Yeah. And uh, how have you found that? So have you had any, like, have you had positive comments, negative comments, or has it all been positive? Instagram, it's all been positive. It's been brilliant, and there's yeah. so much support there. It's great, even from some of the some of the other guys. You know, some people who haven't even spoken to me, they're always like just giving you the support, even 
uh, not just electrical, but other support as well. Um, but I found Facebook and Twitter have got the horrible people. Mm. They've got the ones that want you to stay in the kitchen mm. and all that. So I, I don't, I do post to my uh, my Facebook and Twitter, but not as much. Don't have much, as much interaction as I do on Instagram. Yeah. That, but I love the fact that you've actually found some friends and like yeah. you can all support each other as a network. Yeah, we do, and it's great. Um, I don't, I don't know where I'd be without all my Instagram friends. Oh, and so you're now building um, some kind of relationships as well in Clubhouse as well. How have you found that? Yeah, I've only done the one Clubhouse so far. Um, they always seem to clash with things that are, other things that are going on. But yeah, I've, there was. Um, Stephanie, who's on Clubhouse, I speak to her a lot as well. But yeah, and Amy the Sparky as well. So yeah, I, I, I'm just slowly building up Clubhouse. Yeah. Um, I think Hayley invited me to join as a speaker on that Women in Construction. And I was just like, no, <laughs> no not yet. Uh, I know, yeah, I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> you need to build your confidence, but you'd be fab. You really yeah, yeah, I, I, will, I will try and come on Clubhouse a bit more. It was just that first initial one I yeah. didn't know what was going on or how it worked so I just thought I just <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's when someone asks you a question you're trying to unmute and mute and you can't get that button to work for some reason <laughs> yeah, seems to have the unmute problem yeah I've had it <laughs> Um, so, I mean, it's really lovely to meet such a fancy, bubbly, kind of beautiful person that wants to, like, help others as well, um, that's actually working in the trade and is a woman. Um, so, kind of, like, what would your advice be to, kind of, like, maybe young school people that are thinking about it or people that are maybe older that are trying to, like, make a decision whether or not they want to go into a construction or a trade industry? Always try it, no matter what anyone says. Just go and try it. If you don't like it, you can try something else. I know someone who's done electrical plastering the lot. They've tried them all to find what they want to do. Saying that I, I live by is just keep swimming because if you don't, you won't find out where you're going to get to. Yeah. So just never give up and never let anything knock you back. Yeah. And what do you say to all those kind of like negative, uh, dis discriminatory people out there? <laughs> Go and find someone else to pick on. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, there is no need for it in this day and age. If you want, if, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Don't tell it to me because it's my job. It's what I want to do. Yeah. And kind of what uh, to inspire other women to try and maybe kind of try uh, being an electrician or a sparky what is it that you love about that role so much it's every day is different you never know what you're going to find whether you're a male or a female you will always find something different on your job like I love going under floors I love going in lofts you know you always find the interesting things in there it's not all I'm going to put a socket on a wall no you've got all sorts you have to find things and sometimes being a female, it, uh, you see things differently mm. to what the guys do. So all those female who are thinking of going into it, do it. Go try it. If you don't like it, that's fine. doesn't matter. But at least you've tried. Yeah, I love it. Oh, thank you so much, Susie. <laughs> so <laughs> inspiring. Uh, and what is your Instagram account? So that we My get Instagram is Angle C 19 
Okay, cool. So we all need to follow that. <laughs> I'm going to go do that in a moment. Uh, thank you so much for your time, Susie. You're very welcome. It's been absolutely fan- fabulous. And um, thank you everyone for listening. Um, so please uh, tune in for next week's episode. And that was the very talented Susie May on the Big Doug podcast. Huge thanks to her for joining us as part of our Women in Trade series. Don't forget you can like and subscribe to these episodes across all good podcast platforms as well as YouTube. Just search Big Doug Podcast and show us some love. Or follow us on social media. And if you're interested in keeping up to date with what Susie May is up to, you can follow her at Princess Spark Anglesey Worm. Before we go, just a reminder that this pod is part of a series in partnership with Design and Build UK's Women in Construction Awards as we celebrate some truly inspirational women in the trade. If you want to know who else we've been talking to, give us a follow and a subscribe on your podcast provider and they'll be delivered straight to you. But until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.